Welcome back, pod people. Today, my guest is Matt Gordon, and we're going to be talking about special effects and special effects makeup and practical effects in general. Matt attended the uh, Tom Savini School for Special Makeup Effects and now lives here in Pueblo, Colorado, and recently taught a zombie head sculpting class that I attended uh, and resulted in a pretty sweet prop that I have at home now. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, Matt. Thank you. I just want to uh, add a little correction there. I, I went to the Art Institute of Pittsburgh. It is uh, ah. uh, for the for the um, it was called um, Industrial Design Technology IDT program that they had there. I don't know how long it's. Um, I think I think it's disbanded now. Um, oh. but but at the time. Um, they had been talking about the Tom Savini School for Special Effects in Manesson, PA. And uh, that, uh, so a lot of the teachers that I, that I took, learned under uh, went on to uh, teach over there at that school. So just to clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't want to don't accidentally say false things uh, here on this <laughs> podcast. Understand. Uh, <laughs> So, but, but in, well, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I'm a huge fan of practical effects and the use of makeup uh, in filmmaking and especially in horror films. I think it mm -hmm. really adds a degree of both uh, believability and artistry uh, to the medium. And so the class that you taught that I attended was sculpting um, zombie heads out of the, the base was the styrofoam you know, wig mannequin head thing, and then uh, cut it up to make it look more like a decaying corpse skull shape, adding gumballs for the eyes, uh, peanuts for the teeth, painting it, doing an interesting sort of layered flesh effect with uh, dipping paper in Mod Podge and, and attaching that, um, and then attacking attaching, uh, uh, I think it was doll hair uh to make the the hair was that what it was or uh no it was a uh, it, yeah it was crepe hair wool it comes in braids and you uh, basically okay. uh, you wet it and iron it out straight um i tend to use it uh, for purposes of uh, uh modifying uh uh action figures actually like taking like uh um like a plastic Hasbro Chewbacca and actually giving it birth to look like Chewbacca from Star Wars. So, um, on a miniature scale. So, <laughs> um, but it does uh, work very yeah. well for, for, for making like false beards, mustaches, uh, and whatnot. Um, werewolves <laughs> and that sort of, so, um, yeah, uh, I think the main thing that surprised me about, um, I guess there were two things really that surprised me about making these zombie heads was one, just how easy and approachable it was. Uh, and the other is that it didn't require any like really specialized material. Like I'd never heard of this hair before, but it, it's not like we had to make the hair out of some sort of by like combining different chemicals or something like that the way you have mm. to do with like a two-part latex and so uh the whole thing was much more um beginner friendly than i expected it to be and mm -hmm. so 
I was wondering, is that like the main reason you chose that particular uh, technique to teach a class about or? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I learned this from uh, actually I, I learned this from uh, his name was Jerry Gurgley. He, he does teach over there at the uh, that medicine school I was talking about, uh, Tom Savini School. Um, and uh, he, it's, it's basically a non-toxic, pr a pretty well non-toxic uh, way of making a, um, uh, a pretty realistic corpse. Um, and I thought it was a, I just thought it was a, I learned that, I uh, thought it was a really neat thing and e easy for a you know, beginner to just mess around with uh, because uh, the special effects industry uh, uh, is just a, it's a lot of toxic chemicals, uh, <laughs> oh, darn. and all that. So yeah, darn. <laughs> yeah, I, I was hoping you were. I was hoping you Go were going to say, "Oh, it turns out that there that all of it is non-toxic and easy like that." But you're saying, "Oh, I wish." <laughs> <laughs> In fact, the, the, the famous um, makeup artist Dick Smith, um, who did like The Exorcist and um uh, a lot of those older older films um his son uh was was going to follow in his father's footsteps and he had to uh kind of get out of it because he he had some bad reactions to to, to the chemicals so mm. uh so i do exercise exercise caution and <laughs> when uh in reading the, the warning labels on everything so um, yeah that's, when that's you're, a good thing to keep in mind. Yeah, now, the, the chemicals have changed over the years. So, like when you're messing around with stuff from uh, Bur Berman Industries, um, you know, it's just good to make sure what you're what you're messing around with, because um, <clears throat> there is a lot of warnings on that. I think I got a little something on one of my like uh, on my skin at one time for um, casting like. Uh, casting something out of uh, uh like, like a type of plastic and mm. uh didn't didn't do me much good <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah that is important to keep in mind um mm -hmm. so out of all the techniques that you learned uh at the school i'm really curious what was the most like fun one for you to make mm. um probably Probably the uh, ma making making creatures out of cable, like cable control puppet creatures. Oh, that was that, that was definitely a lot of fun because that always uh, always intrigued me. Like when when I'd see like movies like Critters, or uh, um, it was just all, all the little um, even the Dark Crystal, uh, all, all the different Jim Henson type puppets, uh, uh, those those type of creatures. Um, fascinated me and i wanted to know how to make the skins and uh and know how how they made the facial movements and everything um so a lot of these teachers showed us how to how to kind of do do it on a low budget i mean you could take something like um like a lady's roll-on deodorant okay like the ball on a roll -on deodorant and you could turn that into a, a an eyeball for for a kid. oh so I, I like the practical effects with on a low budget end. Um, yeah, that's really cool. I had, I'd never even thought about that. Uh, maybe part up like an old bicycle brake system to get the cable mechanisms. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, 
we, we, we had a haunted house in Pittsburgh called the USS Nightmare. It was it was done on an old barge. Ooh. And um, they they allowed me uh, uh, the, back in 2000 to uh, have my own little, little corner in, in the USS Nightmare. And I made uh, a low-budget version of the John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, specifically, more specifically, the uh, the dog scene uh, where where it was just a big glop of dog parts, <laughs> where it where, like splits and, apart like that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and so my friend Zena, my, my friend and I uh, were behind this thing and uh, operating it like you were just saying, like bike brake cables and uh, operating the heads, and uh, it really got a good uh, 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 effect. From and um, reaction from the public, so <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, uh, some of these things could get really complex. Like I know there are a lot of uh, puppets that require more than one person to operate them, uh, mm -hmm. and things like that. So I'm curious, what was the most difficult build that you did? Oh. Most difficult. I, it really is doing a, 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 an actual, an actual um, cable control creature, because you, what you're doing is you're sculpting it, you're making kind of a um, a core. So you're just making the skin, and, and you're not just getting one big solid piece of foam. Yeah, when you're you know making it. You have to have it so it fits your um your understructure that you're putting all the mechanics in so that 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 i have to say is the most involved complicated uh thing to do but it's still the end result is is fun you mean you basically make it a big toy you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i guess that that's encouraging to hear that both the most enjoyable and the most difficult are the same one and not just that the most difficult one is a is a terrible slog <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's gotten so advanced over the years uh, uh, i've kind of mm, lost uh just like like, like the like the character grogu on the mandalorian i'm like that is super yeah. advanced and, and like the skins have gotten so much better than just those foam latex ones um, I think they're using like silicone now, uh, and it feels real too, you know, so, um, yeah, yeah. I'm curious, uh, I don't expect you to know, but I'm curious, like on things like, uh, like Grogu on, on the Mandalorian, I wonder how many different like special purpose puppets they've made. Cause I know you, it building one puppet that can do everything is unless, unless everything is really a small list of things that it needs to do. Uh, you, you can't build one puppet that can do everything. You build different ones for different scenes. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah. You know, like even like going way back to like the old uh, HBO show, um, um, tells from the crypt, the, the crypt keeper. I mean, they, they spent uh -huh. millions of dollars or thousands of dollars on, on, on that particular puppet um but i'm sure they had several in case one breaks down or or, or you, know, <laughs> you gotta you gotta run it through its uh drills basically because there there is <laughs> you have to leave room for failure <laughs> you yeah know? oh yeah and then if it 
breaks during filming or something, it would probably be nice to have a backup. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we I, I do remember uh, the the them them telling us that uh, uh, you got to kind of run it through uh, uh, a stress test. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, get it, get it, make sure that it's sturdy before you're depending on it. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Taking a car for a test drive. Yeah. Um, so these classes that you taught about making the zombie heads were uh, at the Nerd Emporium here in Pueblo. And at the one that I attended, you mentioned uh, wanting to teach more classes there in the future, potentially. I'm curious yes. what other techniques you had in mind. Well, it doesn't have to just be a gory, uh, bloody head or, you know, just like zombie. Yeah, it, it can it, it can be more than, you know, you can make aliens or you really just anything under the sun of uh, subject matter. So I, I'm kind of proposing to the owner Mitch uh Ryan over there at the Nerd Emporium that you know maybe we should uh, offer uh, other options uh besides just the zombie head but I was kind of just just in the um uh, for for time um for the time we have to work on stuff and let stuff dry uh I was kind of pre-carving the heads kind of you know like I said in the interest in the interest of time um yeah that we had just like a few hours um but you know we, we, we could do more so uh, <laughs> yeah um and I guess my last question that I'm I'm really curious about just for my own sake I'm currently in the early stages of planning uh, a short horror film and I want to have you know, a splurt, a spurting blood effect. And of course, the way I'm uh, imagining doing this, I've made, I've made fake blood before. It's really making a simple, uh, moderately convincing fake blood is pretty easy. It's just red food dye in uh, corn syrup. Mm. Um, but how would you do a spurting like neck wound effect? Hmm. Well, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, Let's say um, the way Savini would do it would be like, uh, well, they he would use the the I guess they they call those bladder effects, and you're using like um, you're using like a latex condom full of the blood and uh, kind of tying it off and and putting it under the wound and I mean I guess it just depends on the effects that you're the, the effect that you're going for. So if you're, okay. I guess you're, you're having it like spurt out and say, um, you remember those, um, you remember those hopping, the, those little hopping uh, toads that you can get, it has like a little plunger thing that you could like squeeze. Um, uh, no, I'm not familiar with those. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, kind of like a turkey. Okay. How about like a, like a turkey baster? Okay. Uh, I, that, I know that, what a turkey that, baster is. That, <laughs> right. That, 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 sque that squeezy thing on the end of yeah. the turkey baster, you have that full of, full of uh, stage blood. And uh, you run run a tube up um, from from something like that into wherever whatever your wound is that you're going to have spurred out. I did like a like a scene. Uh, I did. A, well, I had a for one of my makeup effects that I had to do for 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 a gray 
in, in school. Uh, I did kind of an Evil Dead, uh, like when Ash from Evil Dead turned into, got all demonized. And uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I got some like, um, um, some turkey gravy. <laughs> and I wanted to, I wanted to have a wound, like, like kind of, kind of uh, fill up and and then pop <laughs> and oh. have have like the plus out. Even even more, uh, another uh, example would be like uh, from um, the movie Dead Alive, uh, the Dead, the Peter Jackson film. Uh, yeah, when when the mother is uh, having a a bad wound on her arm. Uh, <laughs> um, so I guess that that that's one way. Um, if you're doing like a gunshot type thing, uh, one one cheap, easy, easy way effect instead of having to have it like an explosive charge to where you're blasting out, you can um, and it's like a real quick camera shot. You take a button from a coat or a mm-hmm. shirt, and you work that. You, you work like um, you you tie you tie like a piece of fishing line on that, and then when you're adding the, when you're doing the makeup um, of where you're wanting the blast hit to hit, you, know, you 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 like paint red in this spot. You put the button there, and then you kind of build up a little bit of your um, uh, well, I would say like uh, mortician's wax. Or mm. like nose, or like nose putty, and you build that around the uh, the button, and, and kind of put that under the say it, under the where, I guess you're where, where you're going to have your hit. So then, when you're when you're when the when it's filming for that quick couple sec like quick second, the, all like all the director or whoever's on on set has to do is pull that pull that uh, test line, and that'll be. The f- like you know, you're like sh- someone shot in the head, yeah. <laughs> so, All right, so and then you have like you have like the the fake blood underneath it, or right, yeah, or it would just be like just a quick. I'm just saying for a quick shot to show that, uh, that you that, that, that something person like got got hit, got hit in the head. So, okay. So that's that's just that's just a real quick, easy one one low cool. budget way to do it. Yeah, I was thinking about the bladder effect with like the turkey baster sort of thing, but uh, I was mm. worried that it would like that it would empty on the first squeeze, and then you wouldn't get any further spurts. Uh, when I was I was looking for like a, a heart pumping effect okay. of several in a row. Um, well, is that a problem, or or am I just you know? Inventing no, a problem I mean, that doesn't exist. No, the, <laughs> it, it's 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 a matter of trial and error, uh, basically. Um, I mean, like I was mentioning that the, the like the, um, the the turkey gravy, we we really had a little trouble because it was thick. So you know, your 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 stage blood could be come out being kind of thick. Um, yeah. So you got to kind of water that down or. Um, <laughs> um to to make it flow <laughs> so yeah so it is it is a lot of trial and error <laughs> all right that makes sense uh cool um so 
If people uh, want to see any of your work, I know you're not a fan of like big tech companies, so I'm guessing you don't have uh, a lot of social media uh, that you want to direct people to or anything like that. Uh, am I correct in that assumption? Yeah, and I actually, uh, I got a little out of, I, I, though I do enjoy horror, I, I did get out of the horror so much. Uh, many years ago, I had, a, uh, uh, I had a situation that happened on my way home from work. I witnessed somebody uh, doing themselves in, basically. Oh, and, uh, wow. It was, it was very gruesome, and I thought I was actually on a movie set. I was like, what? I mean, the guy, guy blew his head off with a shotgun. Oh, my um, goodness. In, in, his, in his van. And I'm like looking around, like, where's the camera? Uh, <laughs> so I, I kind of have a little PTSD from witnessing Jeez. that. Yeah, I can um, imagine. That's horrible. I'm sorry you had to see that. No, that's so it's okay. But it, I, it got me more just in uh, on the sci science fiction side of, of things. Uh, okay. <laughs> insane. <laughs> All right. That's why I'm more, a little more into the Star Wars and into the aliens type thing yeah uh, yeah um <laughs> yeah sorry to share that with you but uh oh it, no it, it i is, mean it is what it is <laughs> yeah no no need to no. apologize uh that uh, it, it helps to to keep in mind that all of the people making the things the the fictional things that we watch have real life experiences that affect their desires to make different kinds of things that's pretty important right. Well, um, you know, and, and I, uh, I, I looked through a lot of Savini's books. Like he had a lot of books in his shop. Uh, we, you know, we'd have like reference material to, you know, look through old medical books. Uh, and, and he had, he had just like a ton of these books. Uh, uh, if you wanted to see, you know, you got to see what the real thing looks like to make a realistic effect. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I know he, that... had, like, he had stuff like a, with like, uh, victims of plane crashes and, and car accidents and just and you know, so you could really see what what it looked like <laughs> so uh, yeah um Tom Savini was a was a combat photographer during Vietnam and so he saw mm -hmm. an enormous amount of that stuff right up close uh, yeah and really knew what things did or did not look like which uh thankfully I'm Guessing it didn't seem like it traumatized him a whole lot, given that he then dedicated his career to recreating that sort of visual. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it kind of resensitized me to it, as far as when, when I witnessed when I witnessed the the real deal. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah. Plus, I mean, like if you're if you're in a war zone, you kind of, I imagine at least, you kind of expect that you might see something like that. But if you're just walking home in you know your hometown then you're probably not expecting anything like that right that, yeah, yeah. That, that <laughs> surprise probably makes a really big difference i would imagine it, it does absolutely <laughs> yeah so. okay well on a lighter note <laughs> if i may um yeah uh, if if anyone would like to to learn uh take any of these classes i intend to uh attend whatever future ones you put on um most likely again at the nerd emporium here in pueblo colorado 
Uh, thanks again for teaching that. And thanks again for uh, coming on here and, and talking about your experiences, both good and bad. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm in. Say, sorry for bringing that up. <laughs> um, oh no, no need to apologize, man. I mean, uh, I I think sometimes uh, people could forget about the reality behind some of the the imagery that people appreciate, and it's good to be reminded every now and then. I mean, you know, I, I do enjoy. I say I do enjoy a good good zombie movie right? and you know, horror movies, and yeah, you know, still still enjoy those very much. Um, even going to a back in my early days, I going to a guar show. You, you know, <laughs> the, the oh, old yeah. band guar they were famous for their uh, gruesome. <laughs> uh, the, still are, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. the lineups changed a bit, but they're still around. Thank you again, and I'll see you at your next class. Awesome, great. Look forward to seeing you.